Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of The Christian Rebellion. My name is Ash. Wow, you sounded like a circus guy there. And I'm Jackson Farrell. Um, yeah, that's me. Yeah, we still don't have a budget for effects. <laughs> uh, we are our own Foley guys. Yeah, so how was your holiday break? My holiday break? Oh my gosh, I, I can't even remember. It's been so long. It, it was good. It was hard to come back, though. Like, I went down to Virginia to visit my relatives, um, got, to, got to see my cousin some. It was really good to see him. He's a psychologist, so it's always good to get my brain cleaned out when I see oh, him. Oh, man. I'm just thinking of all kinds of different sitcom episodes where that doesn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what makes them sitcoms, because it's always a good time with my cousin. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but... Uh, Wait, so you're saying sitcoms aren't reality. <laughs> but they've taught me so much. I, I don't know anything then. <laughs> don't worry, Ash. There's, there's a special world for, for people like you. <laughs> well, let's not go down that road. I'm, I'm not sure what I meant by that. I was trying to say something nice and it came out weird. If, I'm sorry. Our listeners want to uh, make fun of Ash and tell them what road that is. Please contact us at Christian underscore Rebel on Twitter. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. How was How was your holiday? Uh, it was it was cool. Um, I got some uh, motorcycle gear at, uh, during uh, during Christmas time, so I've still actually been doing a lot of returns and exchanges and trying to, to get the right gear. Um, it is it is uh, currently 16 degrees outside. It is not motorcycle weather though. <laughs> well, it's better to get it now and be ready when you need it than to yeah for the weather to come around and be like, oh, gotta get that new motorcycle gear. Yeah, I was trying to get keys for it made. Um, I've only got one left, and the guy at the store just looked at me. He's like, wait, you're not on it right now are you it's like no 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 he's like oh okay i was gonna call you an idiot <laughs> i was like well, well thank you I'll, I'll do it in like 30 some odd degree weather i will not do it in single digits thank you so you got one key left how yeah. many did you start with one <laughs> yeah no, i one out of one like left I, yeah i just i don't like the fact that i've only got one key like these mm-hmm. motorcycle keys are so small in the first place and i don't like key rings i got a buddy at work that consistently makes fun of me because like we've got a key fob to get in the door i've got that separate from everything else i've got my car key on its own thing i'm frustrated that i've got a planet fitness key tag on my uh car keys i just found out i can use the uh the app on my phone so i'll probably lose that and just go with the app now um because mm-hmm. i did the same thing with my la fitness um did I say that already? I just doubled up. I'm not I? sure. Anyhow, I'm, oh, I'm not fitness. sure. I don't listen while you're talking. No, seriously. Like, the whole time you're talking, I'm just picturing you driving down the road on your motorcycle with the bag accidentally open, and it's just spilling keys down the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, nobody use any of those. <laughs> There's keys everywhere. And I tried to call a locksmith. Like, nobody can get the key right, though. Like, that's my big problem. Um, with the motorcycle, like I've gone to all kinds of different places and they just, uh, none of them have ever worked. Um, so I just keep trying new places. Uh, I found a dealership I was going to try this weekend, but ended up not because the roads were so bad. Um, 
Yeah, but like uh, I've read online, I'll try and locksmith, and I, I called a bunch of different locksmiths around here, and it was all the same one with like different names and areas, and it was weird. Wait, what? They're like there's I, just I looked up just on one Google. guy. I looked up on Google, uh, you know, locksmith near me, and went around, and there were like three of them. Um, so I called the closest one, got a certain answering service, you know, um, and, uh, talked to the lady and she's like, oh, we don't, we don't do motorcycle keys. We only do house and automotive or, uh, you know, car keys. It's like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. So I hang up, call a different number to the one that's, uh, slightly further away. Same answering service, same lady picked up, you know? And so I was like, oh, okay. Uh, just kind of hung up on her and then called the third place and same answering service. So that I just hung up right there. Huh. Why would they not do motorcycle keys? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Hmm. It seems like they'd be easier since they're smaller. I don't know. Maybe there's so many different blanks for them. I, I don't know. Yeah. You got me. If anyone knows why they might not do motorcycle keys, let us know. I'm kind of curious I now. I mean, I just kind of... Oh, okay. If you're actually that <laughs> let, curious... Let me know. <laughs> like, don't tell Ash, because apparently he doesn't care, but let, let me know. I don't so much care about that aspect. As I just want another key. <laughs> <laughs> like, get it done somehow. Yeah. All right. So you said you had a Terry Crews corner. Yeah, Terry Crews corner. Um, Terry uh, recently designed the cover... For Ad Age's December 18th episode, it it is this absolutely bonkers good like Mount Rushmore thing. It's got his head and four others, Stephen Colbert and Rihanna. Um, it's like uh, it was for their their annual Creativity 50 list of creative movers and shakers. Like he was one of them, um, and and it's just nuts that this you know football guy is also an actor and like an artist who one of his earliest jobs was working as a courtroom sketch artist really interesting yeah like he is a polymath he's crazy talented apparently that's that's interesting wow courtroom cool yeah so so you guys should look up this this thing that he did for the ad age creativity 50 issue just just google it it's really tight looking cool yeah um we might be able to link to that too. Yeah. If you want to go ahead and do that at some point, uh, we can do that uh, on our Twitter. On yeah. our My Twit Face. <laughs> um, all right. So media minded. Yeah. Do you have anything for that? I do. But why don't you? Why don't you go ahead? Okay. So um, this past week has been awesome. Games done quick. Twenty eighteen. It's this annual speedrunning charity they also do one in the summer summer games done quick um and a bunch of speedrunners just blitz through game after game uh and it's pure you know it's this anti-cancer thing you know cure cancer sort of beat cancer um i didn't get to catch a whole lot of it i watched the yoshi's island race but me and my brother are going to catch the video on demand stuff um you know watch ourselves some metroid and maybe Battletoads and whatnot. Um, so that's really cool. And in other speedrunning news, uh, Caleb Hart, um, who is, I guess, best known for his uh, Mega Man X series speedruns, um, and he's, uh, you can find him, Caleb Hart 42 on YouTube uh, and Twitch. He is extremely profane, so warning, but uh, <laughs> how many of these guys aren't? <laughs> I was about to say, so... 
Tell me more. A guy yeah. on Twitch that plays video games has a foul mouth? Yeah. Go on. Yeah, he's, <laughs> um, he's normal. He's par for the course. Well, the, I guess one of the things that sets him apart, apart from the focus on uh, Mega Man games, Mega Man X, is that he is also a weightlifter. He's incredibly jacked and routinely does shirtless runs. Like, one of his... Um, one of his best known, I guess, Mega Man X speed runs is him setting the world record uh, with um, shirtless, but he's wearing a Mega Man helmet. <laughs> so okay, it's, it's very weird. It's uh, but he um, here's the news with Caleb Hart. Uh, in December, he got a couple of personal bests on Mega Man X Two, which is a great game to to watch speed runs of. By the way, like it's. Got a whole lot of different movements, like a tool set movement uh, over Mega Man X1. Um, there are a lot of fancy tricks, like the, you know, with the air dash and the neon jump trick, which exploits that to jump in midair, and uh, the speed burner, burner and strike chain. Uh, but but I'm getting off topic. <laughs> the um, I could go on about this, but uh, Caleb Hart gets... A uh, 32:46 and a 32 minutes 45 seconds uh, in December, which are you know personal bests for him and getting really close to the world record. But then in late December, this runner Nero gets a 32:34, you know, beats Caleb Hart's personal best by like over 10 seconds. Um, but Caleb's been pushing. And I think it was last week that he got his current personal best, uh, 32.43. So I'm, I'm hoping and wondering, you know, if he can push on through and break that barrier down to uh, 32.34 or better. Cool. Yeah. And at this point, like the, um, there's no real new route discoveries. Like it's all pretty much mapped out, and it's just getting yourself to the point where you can mimic the tool-assisted speedrun bot as best as you can. <laughs> uh, that kind of sounds like no fun anymore yeah. to me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's I'm it's, sure it's fun to other people. I, the, to me, at that point, it's just like, eh. Yeah, it's still a delight to, to watch just one of these runs, at yeah. least, because the, the level of technical execution is just through the roof. It's astounding to watch. And see, that, 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 that kind of comes to my, um, my problem with certain video games. Um, the I, I call them the you don't play the game the game plays you kind of games um league of legends world of warcraft kind of kind of puts me in that boat uh or, or those are the kind of sorry let me rephrase what that. Do you... those are the kind of the games that I'll, i i throw into that grouping where it's more of um if you want to succeed this is how you play that character you know, you 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 got to put in this talent tree, or you got to like play it's... this character this certain way. Instead of here's a game where you get to choose how you want to play to beat the game. You know, and so that's I'm I. This is a long-winded way of me saying I could never do those speed runs because it's like this is how you do this room, this is how you do that room, and you have to do them in this order in that place. And you know, I was like, uh, nah, I'm good then. <laughs> yeah, I get I get what you mean. It's like uh, these games. There's only one right way to play it. And that's boring, yeah. Because there's there's no room for, like, personal expression in it or personal choices. I was part of a, a guild and probably one of the the more top tier players in Defiance for a while, uh, until 
um, they really ticked me off. Um, and I came back and they did more stuff that ticked me off. And I was like, nope, I'm done. Um, but that was part of the fun of that game. It was this big old open world. And uh, me and another player, like, we'd do stuff with the guild. And then we'd get bored and go off and just... We used to call it trying to break the game. <laughs> hey, let's see if we can do this. Hey, let's see what kind of damage this does. Just for fun, let's do this combination of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was always fun. It's like, well, that did not end well. <laughs> yeah. it's That's interesting, though, that you talk about games that play you. Uh, I recently read an article about... Uh, I say recently, but it was probably at least three months ago. I did that the other day. I was like, yeah, I haven't seen him. Or I talked to him a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it's been a year and a half since this conversation happened. <laughs> yeah. Time gets away from yeah. you. But it was about Street Fighter and how Street Fighter 2, with its its eight very different characters, sort of pioneered that, uh, that way of looking at video games and developed it as a, a means of personal expression a way of playing the game you want to and you know very different sorts of players uh adopting different strategies and styles <laughs> oh that reminds me um back in the day my brother and i used to play that and it got to the point where like um we would almost and it was almost a battle of the character select screen uh-huh like he could beat me with a certain character if he was a certain character and vice versa you know so like generally like i could win with you know these half and he could you know certain people yeah. against certain people so i'd like land on it and wait and wait and wait for the last second to choose the one <laughs> that i really wanted to and he would too <laughs> it's like a staring contest meets paper rock scissors oh, it was bad <laughs> it was no longer about the match itself it was the character select screen <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> Like, he was really good. I remember, like, uh, he was really good with, uh, I want to say, Chung Lee. Mm -hmm. And I was always good with Ken and Ryu. And um, I could beat his Chung Lee with Ken and Ryu. But then, like, if I played anybody else, he'd stomp me with Chung Lee. And I, I can't remember what character it was, but there was another character he was half decent with. But if he played that one, he could beat my Ken and Ryu. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, I wonder who that was. I can't remember. Was uh, it Zangief? It was pro. I don't know. No, it definitely wasn't Zangief. Mm. We all hate Zangief. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dalzim? Uh, I'm I'm guessing, I'm guessing it was either Dalzim, E Honda, or um, what's the sumo wrestler? Uh, E Honda is the sumo. Oh, wrestler. Oh, sorry, not yeah, uh, sumo wrestler. Um, the the Blanca. Blanca. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could see Blanca like he's got the agility to close the distance and get yeah um you know oh, those were such fun games get I bought past the, like, that the, uh, range. the 25th anniversary of that yeah. had like the big box and the like it, it came with its own black belt and uh you know mm -hmm. the like it was something like ridiculous amount of discs that came with it that was like every version of the game I don't think it had the original which was weird now that I think about it but mm -hmm. it had like um i could download street fighter 2 street fighter turbo and all those kind of things and then it, it had like uh, some alphas and some like so many different games and then it had like just a collection of cds that i should probably just give to you <laughs> they were the um uh audio mm -hmm. like the music the background oh, music that's cool yeah there were like half of the discs were the background music from the different games yeah there's some great music on those old games 
and you you say you take that jab at Zangief, but in one of the uh, one of the professional Street Fighter tournaments, I watched this guy win the tournament with basically finesse Zangief. He was playing him like a you know just slow moving guy. Hacked the game. I don't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. They, they need to check their system because something's wrong. <laughs> like this was so unbelievable. I wouldn't be surprised if I hallucinated the whole thing. <laughs> Because watching this guy poke and jab, you know, and use Zangief's reach and uh, and muscle with this insane level of jump in agility was just bonkers. Oh, that that reminds me of um, ah, I'm gonna have to go on this rant now just because <laughs> it was so funny. Um, I watched uh, the other guys. I can't. No, it's not the other guys. It was um, it was the other other guys, right? No, it was um, I can't think of the name of the movie. I'll think of it in a second. So, like, they're driving down the road, and they've been up, like, all night. And so they decide, I, I can't even remember where they're going, but one of the characters is falling asleep, all right? And right before he, he falls asleep, the guy, the his uh, partner, the nice guys, that's what it was, with uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Uh, um I have a hard time recommending this movie just because there was a lot of nudity with the, um, like they were looking into a porn star actress mm-hmm. and had to do some stuff in that world. But the humor in this movie was so fantastic and just, Oh, it was amazing, dude. And there was a scene where he's like falling asleep at the wheel. And, um, right before he falls asleep, Russell Crowe puts up his leg and he's like, no, I'm not worried about it. I've always got my backup and pulls up his, his um, uh, pants leg and there's you know a little handy dandy little gun down there he's like you've got a gun down there too he's like yeah and then the conversation gets going and all of a sudden there's like a human sized bee in the back of their car talking to them (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you know he's falling asleep at this point well there's a later point in the movie where uh, they're all being held up and he jumps down and starts grabbing Russell Crowe's ankle what are you doing down there (laughs) it's like your ankle holster I don't have to have an ankle holster (laughs) Did I dream that? Holy crap, I dreamed that. (laughs) (laughs) You got to the part about the giant bee. I was like, what does this have to do with... What was I even talking about that prompted this? Uh, Did I dream that? Oh, yes. Oh, crap, I dreamed dreamed that. that. It's like a life and death thing. He thinks he's got the wind. Nope. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, man, I had so much stuff for media-minded. I may have to split it up, but... um. I always find it interesting. Google has the their Google Trends, um, mm-hmm. their their top um, Google searches of 2017, and I like to look at the people that were looked <clears throat> up. And um, I don't know, it's not fun this year. No, because a lot of the things that people like looked up in the news, or the people, all related actors, like Kevin Spacey tops both lists, and like you know all these like sex scandals and whatnot, or are are topping the list so it's kind of not fun mm. um actually the uh the top memes are kind of fun mm-hmm. like um oh this hurts physically hurts though the oh, no. number one looked up meme yeah cash me outside oh no <laughs> Sad. Um, that's that's still going i i apparently it was the number one looked up meme this year well last year Oh. Uh, we got a hot dog meme. It's number 10. Hot dog meme. Yep. 
Uh, I don't even know that one actually. Yeah, what I, is... if I saw it, I'd probably remember it. Like that's um, that's so vague, you know. Yeah, it's, it's it's just so general. It's like car meme, you know. Other things on the list: SpongeBob, SpongeBob mocking meme. I'm sure we all know that mm-hmm. one. But surprisingly enough to me, Elf on a Shelf meme was number three mm-hmm. on that list. Oh, is that where like there's all the different riffs on yeah. things that rhyme with other things? Yeah. And this on the that. I saw a horrible racist one the other day that's kind of <laughs> ruined a bunch of those for me. Um, you know, and musicians and bands, a lot of those were like the people that had died. That was kind of depressing. Um, song lyrics, this one also physically hurt. And was also kind of funny, though, after I went back and thought about it again. The number one looked up song lyrics was Despacito. That physically hurt me, man. <laughs> Justin Bieber. It oh that guy right I want to punch him in the face. Justin was Justin Bieber at all involved in Despacito? He's the guy who wrote the song Despacito. Like that's oh like I didn't know that. Okay, so last year uh, I guess my joke's gonna need a little build up. Last year he he wrote a Spanish song called mm-hmm. Despacito, and um, he wrote it and girls were all they were like a lot of reaction videos of these girls listening to him sing a song in their own language for the first time and they were crying or whatever and oh my gosh like he's involved now he's getting involved with um uh hillsong i believe the hillsong church mm-hmm. and that's that's another story in itself maybe i'll just leave that alone <laughs> oh man uh, i'm trying trying to avoid it but he, he got up on stage and, like, everybody, all the time, tran- chance for him to sing that song. He doesn't know the lyrics to his own song. Like, he can't sing it. And then one time he did sing it. And he basically sang it like, Despacito. That was the only word he knew huh. of the song. Like, Despacito. And then he'd go on a taco burrito. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Justin. Like, ah, it's horrible. Hmm. I'm not seeing anything on the Wikipedia page about him writing it, though it does say that he made a remix version that was released on April 17th, 2017. Um, yeah, maybe it was his own um, song. Wikipedia says under the songwriters, Luis Rodriguez, Erica Ender, Ramon Ayala. Um, well, in my defense, I've never heard another version of that song, so... <laughs> And I've barely heard his. I, I heard the chorus, I think, and then him messing it up. <laughs> so does that? I don't even think that counts. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, that's happened Justin though before. Bieber. Like I found songs that I really liked, and then didn't realize that they were remakes. Um, Red just released an album uh, last month, I believe, mm-hmm. and there was one song on there I really liked. And then I watched a TV show where it had the same song, you know, different artist. I'm assuming who's the original artist playing in the background at the end. I was like. Oh, this song sounds kind of good. Wait, those are the same lyrics as... <gasps> that wasn't an original song. <laughs> How dare you, Red? You know, I loved A Bullet to Blue Sky by P.O.D. Turns out that was a U2 song. Um, <laughs> just stuff like that. All right, so top 10 TV shows. What do you think were some of the top 10? Can you name one of them? I I don't even know what a TV is anymore. Um, let, me, let me think, let me think. Um, the only... Th- I, I mean, Arrow is still running. Um, Sadly enough, I think that's the lowest rated of all the uh, Arrow show, Arrowverse shows right now. Like, all the others are 
Um, Actually, I think it's tied. I think it has the same ratings as uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, of course. There's there's still there's still that. There's Flash and Supergirl. Supergirl has the highest rating. Oh, I keep trying. Like I tried a couple episodes mm-hmm. after I gave up on it. It's, it's not a good show. I don't. Hmm. The only thing I can think of is like uh, just because she's pointed out as like a feminist hero or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, girls are banding together and watching. Granted, they don't have the greatest options. Uh, right now for female superheroes so mm-hmm. i mean i guess that's better than none yeah is I, it i haven't watched this <laughs> i haven't watched a single episode so hearing you say this i think to myself maybe i should give it a chance because sometimes i love things you hate yeah i'm pretty <laughs> sure like when when you have to explain who a hero is or villain is like this guy who's cybernetic comes in and she's like wait you're the real one he's like yeah i'm but I'm not him anymore. I'm Cyborg Superman. And then he leaves. And it's like, so first of all, he looks nothing like Cyborg Superman. Has to explain that he's Cyborg Superman. Has absolutely nothing to do with the Cyborg Superman from the comics. It's nothing like him. But, you know, I'm Cyborg Superman. So he must be. Because he said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like a few too many creative liberties oh, taken. Oh, man. With, that one was awful. Like, I, I'm not a fan of her character so much in this show. Like... Uh, some people might be, but then like I latched on to like side characters that were showing up. It's like, oh, these characters are cool, and then they disappear, and maybe they'd bring them back, and uh, just got annoying mm-hmm. after a while. Maybe I should go back to watching <laughs> the Flash. I really like that, but I the just... Flash is still very good. Um, I'm I'm actually I just caught up to the end of last season, so I haven't watched any of this season of those shows. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I'm, I can't I'm about definitively say they're still good, but they were up until the end of last season. Um, actually, I've started to really love Legends of Tomorrow. I thought I was going to hate that show. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the first. Right, co- so back to the list, though. <laughs> number one, oh, the number one show we've talked about on this this podcast. Um, let's see. Uh, is it a Netflix original by chance? Is, There's several of those on here. Is it Daredevil? new oh daredevil's not even on the list well then what the heck did we talk uh i mean is it one of those luke cage punisher no nope. uh jessica jones none of those are on the list okay i'm what what actually no one of those is on the list which you didn't mention oh uh defenders nope well what the heck is left iron fist oh <laughs> <laughs> that's number five <laughs> which takes takes a lot of crap but is number five maybe that's why it's number five i don't know <laughs> number one was stranger things oh of course how could i forget stranger things well i i am gonna kind of forget it until they <laughs> until they announce a release date for season three and then it's gonna be all up in my mind <laughs> uh you know what should be on that list what young sheldon cbs renewed it do you know mm. anybody that watches that show? I don't. It sounds like such a horrible show. And the more I hear about it, the more I hear about how, like, the key component of the show, which is young Sheldon, mm-hmm. everybody hates. Nobody seems to like that actor. Nobody seems to like that actor's plot. Anything about it, everybody else seems... I mean, people seem to like the family and everybody else in the show, but they hate young Sheldon. <laughs> wow. It's like, you should take out the, the title character. <laughs> right? Let's do a spinoff where we kill young Sheldon. Yeah. Nobody will see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh... Turns out it was an alternate reality. <laughs> uh, release young Sheldon without Sheldon. A spinoff of the spinoff. My goodness. Uh... The Beard Bros were recently jabbing about 
that and uh Alex uh, asks, do they actually call him Young Sheldon on the show? Because if they don't, they should. They should be like, oh, Young Sheldon. It'd be like Doctor Who, where they they do, they do call him Doctor Who every now and then, mm-hmm. but more as like a... The question. The Doctor. Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, there was an episode where a character actually called him that. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, she just kept going... Uh, do you know his his real name? I can't do the accent, but apparently I'm trying. And now it's gone southern. Oh no! Oh jeez! All right, but she's like, yeah, his real name's Doctor Who. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's his full name? Ask him. She's just messing with you. Because <laughs> she walked out and she's like, I'm Doc. She's pretending to be him with his full permission or whatever. And she goes, I'm Doctor Who. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, it's not the doctor. Well, I'm streamlining, lining, lining things, you know. <laughs> I say the doctor, they say Doctor Who, and you, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just streamlining it. <laughs> oh, those are fun jokes, little inside things. Hey, um, we talked about um, a couple weeks ago, uh, Christmas mm-hmm. being on the seventh and the ninth, and it was you know Orthodox Christian that actually made the news. Um, Putin actually went to a service. And praised the the Orthodox churches in Christmas, and he did it on that Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of interesting, especially with Russians, Russia's history with uh, not liking Christians so much. Yeah, and um, uh, he he praised the churches for giving people something to believe in and some of the good work that they were doing. It was, I don't know, it was weird. That is weird. <laughs> I felt like speaking of alternate realities. <laughs> yeah, like what is going on there? I don't know if it's a, a what's the word I'm looking for? A uh, he's just trying to to make a better image for himself mm-hmm. or publicity going out. Publicity. There we go. There's the word I was looking for. Um, some kind of publicity stunt, or you know, just trying to. I don't know. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Um. No one knows but God. I guess so. And the final thing, I feel like, uh, nah, I'll save that. We'll do that later. Because mm-hmm. uh, we've taken up a lot of time. Yeah. The, uh, that <laughs> yeah, we haven't here... even gotten to Christian props or science news. Yeah, here on Video Game Rebellion. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk Christian props. Okay. Um, you know, I've, I've got two uh, that I'm not sure if they fit in the category or not. One, because I'm not sure if it's Christian. The other, because I'm not sure if it's props. So the first one, uh, I read this article that uh, the Eagles defensive end, Chris Long, donated his entire flipping annual salary, like the, the whole year's salary, to charity. Yeah. Um, and I, I put it under maybe Christian because I don't know if he's a Christian or not. I was like trying to dig up some info on that. Apparently he's been tight-lipped. I can't find anything about his faith or whatever. Um, so I guess we can give the guy props, but I, w- I would not uh, yeah, you w- call that Christian props at all. Yeah, like I, I feel like... So strike one, Jackson. Okay, yep. Wait, yep. no, this is strike two. What was strike one? I count the segment that we don't do anymore, strike one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the that's... segment we shall not talk about and apologize <laughs> for already. It's fair. The Voldemort segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, I don't know that like that feels like the sort of thing that a lot of athletes should be doing. You know, like like Christian athletes, athletes of all stripes. They make so much money. Like, um, 
Yeah, they should give to us. And yeah, <laughs> they should donate <laughs> to Plan X Media. Blatant plug. Yeah. Um, but this the second thing I've got, um, and I'm I'm not sure if I want to touch this with a ten foot pole. Um, like, I could see this going under either Christian props or Christians doing it wrong or both. Um, because it's You've about at least piqued my interest. Go on. <laughs> because it's about abortion. Okay. Are you still in? <laughs> do you want to see where this goes oh geez um there on npr i heard a story about an anti-abortion group that was rather than um you know picketing outside of clinics it is as the headline says urging clinic workers to quit their jobs like reducing the amount of people working um in these environments um and what, one of the reasons that I'm kind of inclined to put it under um, Christians doing it wrong is because it doesn't seem like it's going to even be effective toward the goals that they're that they're trying to achieve in that they're not going to reduce the amount of abortions or abortion services in any significant way. And they're just going to make these poor ladies <laughs> lives harder with, you know, with what a lot of them would seem to view as the, the, the employees lives harder with with what some might see as harassment yeah i mean if we yeah. could get them all to quit that'd be nice but yeah you're right yeah um i mean it's like abortion is a complicated issue and it's really the sort of thing that we could do an entire um episode on if we wanted to touch that with the 10 foot pole which we may not even want to oh i feel like that's what our podcast is about <laughs> we're like we've we've got five foot poles here <laughs> and we like to pretend they're lightsabers and fight each other with them not yeah. use them to make <laughs> sound effects yeah like right. i said we are our own foley guys <laughs> but uh um yeah I, I just uh i think that well you know it's it's a complicated issue and I think there's a right way to approach, like, we just, like, people want, I think, most of pe most people want for there to be less abortions. Like, that's a good thing. Um, but the, the question is, how do we achieve that, like, as Christians, as, you know, and as non-Christians, like, like, how do we who, who want that goal to happen, like, how do we approach it? You know, if I had an answer, I'd go, go. Uh, explain it right now yeah. uh, so answer pending we're still working on that one yeah i mean there, there's definitely a conversation there that that can be had and probably should be had on i mean that's the point of this show um <clears throat> so we can put a pin in that uh yeah. kind of side fact that i just feel like sharing um that can probably get some people angry but why not uh picketing <laughs> i am not a fan of picketing Mm -hmm. I feel like that might be the one place that I'm okay with it. Hmm. Why is why would you make an exception for that? The peer pressure of some young lady, um, if the that peer pressure turns them around and saves a life, mm -hmm. in that last, you know, ditch, whatever they don't feel like going through that crowd or whatever, I'm kind of okay with that. Mm-hmm. I can I can now now there's there's hate outside of that and issues outside of that that then there's definite issues with me you know and the, mm -hmm. the treatment of the these young ladies um or 
Yeah, I, I keep saying young ladies. That's that's the movies mm-hmm. I'm used to. Yeah. I think that it's always portrayed by a young lady, but but these women. Yes. Um, also the old ladies. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't too. say that. I'm sorry, old ladies. <laughs> ah! Oh, my, the, my foot, it tastes so... <laughs> oh, oh, this hole is really deep. Oh, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Um, you talk. Christian props for me. Uh... All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna butcher the um, the name. I'm not sure because I've only read it. I haven't heard it. Abilene Christian University. Have you heard about what's going on with them? What's happening? They are taking a lot of heat for a statement that they made. I can't believe the media is making uh, a, an issue about this. Like, um, I feel like this might be one of those cases where like um, th- their writers all kind of see a story in the different. Uh, uh, news outlets and they all just kind of latch onto it and write their own spin on the same thing that somebody wrote somewhere uh, i'm not sure but um abilene christian university i guess a uh, hooters mm-hmm. moved in really close to it and they're looking for young ladies to work it uh, i mean that's what hooters is and they get yeah. away with it because it's a uh entertainment brand is what they're branded as um which, I mean, they're legally allowed to do, and I guess, honestly, they should be legally allowed to do it, but we can... Mm-hmm. Um, they urged the girls, they, they sent out a message to the girls that go there that, you know, um, they shouldn't do it, you know, they should at least... Actually, they I don't even think they said that. Their, their release to the girls was something like, um, uh, please, <laughs> if you're thinking about this, please reconsider... Um, or no, that's what it was. Think twice. Think mm-hmm. twice about uh, applying there, how that would look in in your future, on your resume, on uh, the things that you might have to do, how that might reflect on the college. Um, and the school was taking a lot of flat for it, flack for it, and I've seen no apologies for that. I, I really respect the way that they put that out there um, mm-hmm. towards their, their young ladies. Um, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that place in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um and just like <laughs> i mean i've had a lot of friends like even during college that that would go there and eat and i went there uh with them once or twice mm-hmm. no once i can't remember i've been there twice i can't remember anyhow that's not important did you have their wings i had their wings were they good no oh good to know good to know because i've always wondered and that's, now i can put that to the rest thing. like i mean they're wings so they're good don't get me wrong yeah. i mean wings are good uh, unless they're pizza place wings i've not found a good <laughs> pizza place wing uh outside of our local little restaurant that we like to hit up but that's i i feel like that's more of a bar than a pizza place Mm -hmm. i just have a pizza name anyhow again another side quest but um yeah like that was the thing all the wings are so good the wings are so good so i go and it's like yeah they're okay (laughs) um the way a lot of the wing places are going though now that i'm thinking about it like some places just in my book like buffalo wild wings even buffalo wings and rings seem to have gone downhill in my mind mm-hmm. and like if the hooters has stayed consistent i, I may have to change my opinion <laughs> <laughs> but honestly i don't think their wings were even that great mm-hmm. uh, like i was really disappointing it's like oh i bent my values for this <laughs> <laughs> not worth it <laughs> right the the wing on the I was about to say the carrot on the stick, but the wing on the stick yeah. was not worth it at all. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing the wings aren't better, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Um. All right. So science news. Did you have any science news? Nope. All right. So we found ice cliffs on Mars. 
Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. I'm finding uh So are ice. these cliffs made of ice? Yeah. Ooh, like water on Mars. Yeah. Well, I mean, water on Mars is not really a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um we've we we've known it's there. We've we've found pieces of ice before, but the rover like came across like chunks and the science community is really excited about this because um like uh some of it kind of falls off and um like they they can study it and then they're they're saying like first of all this is a huge huge area that's filled with these these ice cliffs like just keeps growing and shows that there's more ice underneath and they're they're thinking they can mine it and it's supposedly like pure ice and um for multiple reasons i'm sure because they're still looking forward to the scientific community to colonizing mars and getting people there and um so that's that's an amazing resource for that group of people but also if you can uh take those chunks and they're looking to take those chunks and send them back to earth somehow and uh study them just like you would study rock here you know you Mm -hmm. can look and see um lack of a better word right now the evolution of the planet Mm -hmm. um that's the way they put it i would say just the way it's aged i guess you know what's kind of happened over there and the different you know when you look at rocks and how they're thrown together here on earth and i you know there it's frozen water that even throughout their summers stays frozen so um just kind of cool cool process that they can go through yeah exactly that they can go and uh take chunks of this and check out uh how the planet developed or didn't i guess Mm. (laughs) Hmm. like from a a geological perspective maybe yeah exactly huh interesting history of mars yeah i mean we we do that with like i said with uh you know you can look at the different rock layers on on our planet and see the different development patterns of our planet and whatnot you can even see Mm -hmm. like the the layer that's found just about everywhere that's been thrown together uh, very quickly, which is a sign of a great flood hmm. that all scientists seem to agree happened, but don't like to talk about because of that whole Bible story that ruined science called Noah's Ark that apparently was real, people. Uh, um, like the great, you know, the rivers have uh, changed courses and whatever throughout history, just like the great river that's theorized that. Uh, uh, it is one of the three rivers in the the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. um, that we're pretty sure now is uh, well. Let me rephrase: some Christian people are pretty sure is the the great river that once existed. If you look in Africa, it like an untrained eye can figure out where like this big river would have been, mm-hmm. and that's supposedly the great river. But since there was this great flood, you mean Noah's flood? No, no, great flood. <laughs> great. <laughs> It was no great. flood. No, the big flood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's not Noah's. He doesn't have a monopoly on this, right? There were others, you know. And yeah. that's another thing. Maybe you know the term. I've been trying to think of the term. Uh, I'll go ahead and ask it on the air just for fun, um, because that that's uh, Noah thing reminded me. So in literature history. Um, you can look at different stories that appear about certain events in history and after a while this literature thing this thing in literature shows up so di- so many different times that um, it's almost assumed that it had to have been based on some kind of event 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah's Flood being one of them. Like you hear about, like the the Stickman origin that was this that involved the flood um, of the Earth, and there's other flood. Do you know what that term is called? Um, um, the word motif comes to mind, but I don't think that's, that's exactly it. No. it. Okay, it was worth a shot. If anybody out there knows, that'd be great. I just I've I've tried googling this, but I can't figure out the right yeah. way to google it you know like and if, uh, if you get if you get our i hate that with tech stuff too it's like there's a way to do this and but there's a word for it you know so yeah. i have to google like a hundred different things until i finally find the word and then i look up the word and it's like oh that's how i do it yeah i hate that so much <laughs> it's such a pain but if, if you guys send us an answer, we'll feature you on Name That Word. That's right. Unless you have a username that's entirely inappropriate, then we're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or will we? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Only way to, one way to find out. Send us the answer. <laughs> Someone whose name we can't say on the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, now, now on to another segment that's kind of the opposite of that called You're Doing It Wrong. You're Doing It Wrong. All right. Um, I think I'm going to get really just kind of nitpicky at the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas worship songs are starting to drive me insane. Mm-hmm. And here's why. So what is the point of a worship service, right? Sorry, the, the worship portion of a worship service. The musical right? portion. Is for us to go in and sing something, correct? Yeah. All right, so um, not for the band to perform? Right. Okay, just double-checking. <laughs> um, like, at, that being said, I don't mind, like, a musical interlude here and there or, you know, a, mm-hmm. a little riff where they get up and, and play or maybe a solo or something. You know, I've got yeah. absolutely no problem with that. Um, I, I guess at least the solo I kind of prefer not to. Mm-hmm. I really hate it when it's a solo and then they put the lyrics up there and I start singing and nobody else in the crowd starts singing. And at this point, it's like, I've committed. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> it's like, how, how did these other people know? Right? Oh, that's that's happened um, at the church you've attended with me uh, several mm-hmm. times. And it's just like, really? The lyrics there? <laughs> but um, they, you know, we, we want to... We want to sing like we've got new people on these Christmas services that we we've coined the term in in the church, the priesters that show up at Christmas and Easter, Mm -hmm. you know, and there is a traditional way to sing these songs, right? Yeah. Okay. And we've got all these people coming there and all of a sudden our band is playing the new version that not even mm-hmm. the people that regularly attend know this way. And it's awkward and it's awful. And churches need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that version somewhere else, that's fine. If you're doing it for the whole month and you're practicing, like, uh, you know, when you do a worship song, you, you build one in for like a couple of weeks. You seem sing the same song so people get used to it. And then yeah. you add it to the rotation. And it's kind of how that works. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, you can't do that with Christmas songs. Yeah, like, and the 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 new version is so often just worse, you know, like they... Well, and I think, and that could be just one of those, because it's not the version you know, mm-hmm. but maybe not. It, the, sometimes, a lot of the times it is worse, you know? Yeah. Uh, or at least that is, let me just go with that. That is the general consensus. Whether whether the song, you're a worship pastor out there listening to this and you think, well, this version's better, you just don't like it because it's not the original. I'm okay with that thought process, but 
that worship pastor needs to realize that's what everybody in the crowd is thinking. Get off your high horse and sing it the way that these people want to sing it. You're supposed to be leading worship, not doing the worship yourself. Yeah. By yourself. Serve the congregation. Uh, Yeah. uh, uh, And if one more person takes a classical hymn out of 3-4 time and puts it into 4-4, I'm going to lose my mind. There are enough 4-4 time songs (laughs) out there already. You don't need to do it to these. I mean, that... That's your rant. That's not mine. Yes, I'm, it I'm is. okay with that. It is. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that one. <laughs> I'm okay with the the redoing of old classic songs. It's Christmas mm-hmm. songs in particular to me drive me crazy because we have the Christmas Eve service and maybe the Sunday before mm-hmm. that we do Christmas songs, and that's generally it. Some 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 groups will do it all month long, you know, mm-hmm. and there might be a way to throw in one of these different versions, but don't do them all, mm-hmm. you know. It, Come on, people. You're yeah. doing it wrong. <laughs> They're doing it wrong. But like a, a remix or a new version of a classic hymn, I think I would be okay with. In fact, I, I've been okay mm-hmm. with. You know, you add it to the rotation. You know, you, you give it to them for a few weeks straight to add it to the rotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do like new versions of old hymns, but I have a special place in my heart for three, four time. And that's where <laughs> my beef comes in. And there's nothing wrong with that either, you yeah. know. I mean, I I personally still enjoy some of those old hymns that you'd you'd open up the hymnal and, and sing. Mm-hmm. I, there's a special place in my heart for uh, Lord of the Dance still. A mm-hmm. um, couple of other songs, um, plus just the childish thing of reading the song titles and uh, adding under the sheets afterwards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Wow. So you never went to uh, a traditional hymnal church, I, I take it? <laughs> never heard that before? Uh, well, um, not the sort where one would make a remark like that. I, I'm sheltered. I'm very sheltered. I don't know. Oh, I, you know, I, for part of my junior high history, that's that I went to a different church. Mm-hmm. Come to think of it, most of our junior high, we went to the same church, and that didn't happen there. Yeah. So, you know. All right. Uh, so that was you're doing it wrong. We decided we're going to do the, the the main portion a little bit different this week and not tackle any issues, mm-hmm. but more talk about, um, I don't even, <laughs> this is hard to, to, to explain too, because there's so many grays here, but I would call it uh, the Christian Rebellion's, um, I, the parent company is still not even the right word, um, partner, I guess, mm-hmm. is how we would look at this. Um, and what it's about we've talked about the christian rebellion in our first episode and what it is and what it's about and we haven't really talked about um plan x media um and why we would call it a partner even though jackson and i are two yeah. board members over there we are plan x media right? and we're doing this yeah. and and we also do this but i mean that's <clears throat> that's like um the sam's club fiasco that <clears throat> you know happened this week you know walmart's like that's not us and sam's is like or you know we're shutting places down and walmart's like oh we're we're helping our employees and giving them raises and stuff yeah this week all on the same day and that was fun uh it's like but no 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 we're two different companies Mm, yeah so you're saying your leadership isn't the same we're two different companies (laughs) (laughs) it's the spurious announcement voice Uh, um so yeah plan x media um Plan X Media, and why we call it a partner, is um, one of the, the many goals of Plan X Media is, I would just say, like, uh, the, the mission statement is um, basically, 
we want to do media. We want to do it right. And we want to do it without compromising what people are coming for. And that's the entertainment mm-hmm. value. Yeah. And that stemmed from like movies and other Christian things that, you know, it's so much like it might have had a good plot to it, but it's so mm-hmm. preachy the entire movie that you're not going to see a plot, you know, or whatever that good, good part of the movie was. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of the Christian entertainment business is that or um more of ar white's you know this is uh christian entertainment not so much yeah like this is an entertainment with christian values kind of added on top or like a slight amount of evangelism to them like um i've got some examples of tv shows that i love to go to that um were great i think christian influenced shows but then you know they mm-hmm christians didn't gravitate to it because it wasn't preaching the entire time you know it had a christian character that that had these issues and had these flaws you know and some of the better better christian movies in my book people complained about um yeah not enough jpms all right exactly jesus per minute um i there was one that i was written by a youth pastor i remember and it it tackled a lot of issues that youth face and um the 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 number one thing parents came back and complained about, oh man, all their teenagers are dressed scantily clad and, and let me, let me, you know what? Let me just rephrase that too. Oh, the teenagers talked like teenagers talked and the, the, the teenagers dressed like teenagers dressed. Yeah. <laughs> that was their complaint. I was like, wait a second. Oh, they said the C word crap. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, um, anyhow, um, Two of the big uh, things that, that PlanX Media wants to do is to network Christians that want to do various types of media, whether it's print, whether it's podcasting, whether it's um, blogging, movies, whatever. Like Media. Yeah, media in general. Like just, And it was kind of created, it was kind of created, it was created 10 years ago over that now um when a group of us kind of sat down and said well we know people that want to do media that are all christians you know and and so we decided to to network this and not just network the people um which we have our forum for forum.planxmedia.com or there's a link at planxmedia.com that you can go to um not very active at the moment honestly but it's there it's there it's some place for christians to go to network of there it's split up in different regions um intentionally for that reason you know Mm -hmm. so hopefully you can get together but not necessarily you know with the digital age you don't especially with the form you know you don't need to be in the same region and if you do need to find like people locally for your film shoot or whatever um that's what that's for exactly and it's also for companies not just individuals and you know we we want it doesn't matter if you're a huge company a small company you know to to share the christian love and get together and help each other out because don't we have a common goal one of the coolest things um i remember hearing about was we had berean christian stores family christian bookstores and there was other one other local one and instead of you know how like uh we'll say walmart meyer uh target you know they're all competitors they're all in the same field and Mm -hmm. they they try to sneak over to each other's stuff and and outsell each other and get each other's clients or uh customers or whatever these three companies would get together on at least a monthly basis and talk out their strategies with each other how they're growing how they're failing and work with each other 
you know mm-hmm. and in a media business it's been proven that the you know uh is very different from that um but it's very much a we work together business you know um the there's digital media companies that that uh cgi for both fox and miramax you know mm-hmm. um which are kind of coming together to be the same company called disney uh <laughs> <laughs> By the way, a few weeks ago, uh, we might as well cooperate because right? we'll all be one company by the end of right? all this. Right, and it'll be Disney apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, soon they're going to buy Taco Bell, and all restaurants will be called Taco Bell. And wait, no, that's sort of the plot to a different movie. Taco Bell Disney. Oh man, um, but they. Um, sorry, uh, that's that's kind of what Plan X Media is. We want to we wanna develop and build media. We want to be the Taco Bell Disney of Christian entertainment. Sure, let's, you know, that just made me shudder, but yes. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I couldn't help myself. But, you know, we, we're not there to absorb <clears throat> uh, other companies or anything like that. We want to partner with them. Mm-hmm. Um, hence why Christian Rebellion is more of a, a partner. We want to okay. facilitate, we want to connect. Exactly. And, and help each other grow. Yeah. You know, and and to get the word of the get the gospel out there because i mean mm-hmm. that's what we're supposed to do you know and as much as i rip on people like david ar white or these other mm-hmm. preachy movies um teaming together with them might not be a bad thing you know that's kind yeah. of what we're about you know that's that's not the stuff that i'd want to make but i could definitely help with a project like yeah. that and know? they do have stuff to bring to the table you know yeah and um and, you know i i don't know that's not necessarily the way i look at it but I mean, I, I guess mm-hmm. as a business, that's the way we should look at it. But well, you know, I mean that different. we too have like things to bring to the table. The oh, table yeah. is a collaborative table. Like Ash is yeah. awesome, so he brings that to the table. Yeah, the awesomeness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> apparently he brings nothing else to the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and so um, over the past ten years, we've we've done, um, and you can check our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Plan X Media. Uh, we listed a lot of this recently with the 10 year anniversary, but we've we've put on concerts. Um, we've got the blog. You did. Uh, uh, what else did you do? Sketch comedy. Sketch was, comedy. Um, it was a a Plan X affiliated project. Yeah. Um, I we've helped some churches with uh, their their sound media setup and and doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, website designs. A uh, whole gambit of different types of media. Uh, just we want to get out there and and love on Christians and non-Christians both, and and do media together and do it right. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of the the Plan X mission, as it were. Um, as far as goals, um, well, why don't why don't you go with any goals that you might have with your Plan X projects? Um. Well, I'm doing a chocolate book right now. That's my big Plan X project. Um, it's the blog where I, uh, talk about, um, well, I, I eat chocolate every weekday and I, uh, read a passage from the Bible and blog about it. Um, at some point I'd like to turn it into an actual published book, you know, submit it to publishers and stuff. Um, still, uh, working on getting that together, I guess. You know, I'm I'm not sure when I'll have time to to get that together between churning out these new new entries and uh, right now I'm working on a I'm starting up again after a brief foray into it the uh, <clears throat> let's see the um, Hope Church's Triad study uh, 
my home church, Hope Church here in Ohio, has um, a triad program that is about meeting, uh, you know, th- groups of three guys or three ladies, um, and they're they're going through this curriculum of a passage that you read every day of the week for a week, um, and you you meet together, you talk about it, and there's this this whole sort of curriculum of answering questions about it and growth and and things to do and things, um, and it's it's about di- di- uh, it's about discipleship, um, and I'm I'm sort of plugging the uh, the Hope Triad program here, but uh, you know that's that's what it's about. So I'm going to be writing about the passages. Uh, from the triad study for a while now um, that's that's the road I'm going down um, and as far as goals for that I guess it's just uh, keep doing it as long as I feel like God is leading me to keep doing it and um, once you know maybe get a book together and submitted to publishers while that's going on maybe after um, I there Early on in Chocolate Book's life, I said to myself, I found I found myself saying, hey, I could actually keep doing this. I almost sort of started doing it on a whim to get myself reading the Bible, bribe myself with chocolate. But, uh, you know, I... Oh, now the true story comes out. <laughs> <laughs> have... Have I really not never told you that that was how I started? No, I didn't know that. That's well, funny. Yeah, like I, I bought a bunch of Valentine's Day discount chocolate... Um, on February 16th and I was like you know what I'm gonna eat some of this and I'm gonna read the Bible and I'm gonna keep doing that and see if it gets me reading the Bible more regularly and it did so once I realized that it was actually keeping going I was like wow maybe this right here doing this is my five-year plan you know so um, we'll see how it goes cool yeah thank you for listening to me rant about chocolate book I just really want chocolate now. Yeah. <laughs> I know the feeling. Um, as far as uh, my goals for Plan X Media, uh, I think we've talked about this a little bit with uh, Christian Rebellion, but um, I, I'm looking into... Uh, we, we've got a lot of um, different ways to donate to Plan X Media now. A lot of that was working towards possibly getting to the point where we could hire on somebody, myself specifically, to work plan x media throughout the year maybe take a day the goal was a week but at this point it looks like uh, a, a day at least is close to possible um so if you feel like donating that would be amazing <clears throat> mm-hmm. um the the goal would be to have uh people donate their tithe to this position um and uh then any of the the singular donations or donations people might want to give would be going towards uh, Plan X Media, Media projects. Um, my goals for the year would be to, we've got a lot of this um, paperwork and logistics that I've been working on throughout the past year, getting websites organized, text information organized, um, especially with my move um, and the company being a Florida-based move and uh, two of its board members are Ohio-based now, getting some of that organized and still may have to do um, depending on how much business we we start to drum up and and do here in ohio um we may have to do some tax stuff to um Mm -hmm. apply to to do work up in ohio um but getting past all that boring uh (laughs) stuff uh getting all past that boring stuff um projects uh we've talked about 
possibly moving on to um, doing a, a minist- kind of a ministry form, uh, small group stuff. Like that's definitely something that I'm called to. Um, been doing like youth ministry stuff for a long time. Love doing like men's groups, the discipleship groups, whatever you want to call it, small groups. Um, we we can't say cell group anymore. But <laughs> apparently that's that's negative now because it uses the word cell. Um, it's <laughs> it's all the same. Well, terminology. You know, cell groups. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like um, oh, tele- terrorist groups. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my my brain went right to the jail cell. Oh, okay. which I guess is not good either. Yeah, it's more like terrorist cells. I think is the reason why. Yeah. I don't know. There's <clears throat> a billion different terms for the same thing. You know, we we like to rebrand yeah. stuff in the church so much that uh, we've ran rebranded the rebrands and yeah, yeah whatever. Um, well, this this sort of curriculums curricula that we'd be putting together would would they be anything like the triad study uh that i i don't know much about your triad study um actually your triad's more of a what the church calls a micro group mm-hmm. is that right yeah, yeah. Micro. oh i gotcha yeah which uh the the <clears throat> the popular thing right now and it may have different terms but the popular thing is to talk about micro groups sorry macro groups micro groups and um I can't even remember the term that, with the macro and micro that they were using, but we'll just say groups. <laughs> mm-hmm. The macro group is the church. Mm-hmm. The the group would be your small group or whatever, and then your micro group would be the two or three people getting together and being even more intimate. So you've got like the two or three in one group uh, based off Jesus's um, model yeah. where he had the 12 disciples. He had a lot more disciples than that as well. Um, plus he had the two that he, the he inner seen, circle yeah the inner circle of that and that's kind of the basis for that and i think um that's actually something i didn't think about but something that these um these topic ideas that i'm coming up with um could definitely be worked towards um mm-hmm. the goal would be to make um my idea for that segment and I, I didn't mean to put so much time into this part of it but my idea for that is just as a person that worked in a small church a lot of small churches we can't afford that like it's a couple hundred bucks for like generally like three or four sessions and then if you want the dvd to go along with that you know it's mm-hmm. another thirty dollars for that and you know or if you it's a DVD set, a lot of the times it's like $120. And this is for like four-week things. Mm-hmm. You know, as a small church, I can't afford $1,200 for just the curriculum a year. You know, um, much less more than that. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is to, um, and a lot of these places will charge per your size. So if you're like a 10,000-member um, church, you know, mm-hmm. they would charge you more, you know. Um maybe do something Hmm. more donation style or whatever but like that was a huge frustration of mine uh when working in the church um was the curriculum i mean i would write my own curriculums we do it it work out great um but like uh when looking into some of these other curriculums like man that would be so great to do but just can't because the finances or whatever to do them right with the, the the videos along with it and that would be a huge media aspect to do these interviews and to talk to people and and throw these yeah. uh, small group things together. Um, getting past that, getting getting there's a couple of other projects that uh, a live like Twitch show that we we've talked about. Uh, Jackson and I. I don't want to get into too many details, but it's something that that I would absolutely love to do. We need studio space for that though, a, a consistent place to do that one. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of these other things. Um, 
I, I would love to have sets so we could work on our own time um, with a lot of these uh, scripts that I've got going. But that being said, at least those we can do without a consistent place. We would need a decent consistent space to do the the live Twitch thing. Yep. Um, so if you know of anybody with like a barn or, you know, a storefront or something that we can, um, you know, we're, we, we, we are 501c3, you know, some kind of donation thing would be amazing. You know, that uh, <laughs> we are, there's a lot of us that are, that are looking into this. It would be a great project. Um, but again, that's just one of those things where the roadblock that we've got for that one. But it'd be great to maybe start that or at least get one of these um, uh, scripts and films off the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. Is the the big goal for myself? I think. Um, make make a movie, make a TV show. Yeah, either um, the things I've got uh, going right now, we've either got the the full movie or the uh, we'll call them pilots mm-hmm. for some series that we could either turn into YouTube series. Maybe David would be interested. Maybe mm-hmm. Netflix, you know, we could shop it around, <laughs> see who's interested where. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibilities. So those are those are kind of the goals to get get one of those projects at least up um, by the end of the year for sure, as well as start working um, one day at least one day a week on this stuff. Um, like like work day. I'm, yeah. I don't know the hours that you put in completely or mine, but we definitely both I'm sure put in way more than a day's worth, plus our forty hour weeks at work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the yeah. grind, making making it fit, making it work. And if you if you donate, we will turn your money into time and turn that time into media. Yep. And and I hope that doesn't feel like this whole time we were like plugging I mean, yeah, it's it's shilling. something that we 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 need and we want for these projects, but you know, just this was supposed <laughs> to be more informational than anything yeah. else. Um, I mean, at, at the end of the day, we're going to try to do what God wants us to do. And uh, if you don't give us any money, then we're going to, ha- then God's got other ways of getting it done. <laughs> so. Right. And, you know, I mean, that's what I put my money towards at this point. I <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, like being, being honest and transparent about this stuff. Um, but, you know, that's, that's what we try to do. We tr- We try to open it up and be like, Here's and what I we're trying like to do. Especially as a modern day company, I feel like that's what we need to do. Especially, first of all, especially being in the media business, and we we've I think we've beaten this to <clears> death. <throat> and there's there's more stories coming out. I mean, we we didn't talk about the blackout or any of these other media stories or um, mm-hmm. uh, the issues Terry Crews is facing now because of what you know. I not that we don't want to, and we could still talk about it, but I mean we we all know these issues and and being part of the media you know you've got all those issues and um just you know we we want to be different and we want to be open and like corporate america that's still a huge problem in just outside the media you know there's there's all kinds of because and and even government because people are being tight-lipped about things people don't want to you know whatever transparency is huge for me And, and i feel like you know, like you're not gonna like everything that we say or do, but yep. You know, we're gonna be honest with you. We're, we're gonna, gonna try be our best to be honest and open about it. 
Um, that being said, I am being a little sketchy on what scripts are going on because, you know, if you want to yeah. sign a non-disclosure and, and deal with those legal matters, that's fine. I'll share those scripts yeah. with you. But uh, outside of that, sorry, uh, we're, we yeah. will be tight-lipped about certain projects, but not in a, oh, we're doing something we shouldn't kind of way. Well, it's always a balance. You don't yeah. want to overshare. You don't want to undershare. Um, but I guess part of what we're about at Plan X Media is at least we don't want to hide things. Overshare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want to like conceal things. Like we've got something to be ashamed of. We we want to be able to be like, this is the real us. Yeah, and sorry about the uh, the kind of extra length we've gone to. Um, this is definitely a passion of both of ours. Yeah, and... we we apologize for giving you more content. Darn. We know how much you hate our content. We'll try to give you less of it next week. <laughs> you know what? Next week we're just not gonna do anything again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an hour of silence. <laughs> That'll show you all. Oh man, that would at least be better than the the podcast that pushed um, an advertisement. I was so mad about that. Mm-hmm. There's a podcast I listen to that's a very interesting podcast. But then I was like, oh, there was an update today. I wasn't expecting that. Start playing it. The whole thing was an ad. Like, uh, it wasn't like a hidden ad or they were talking. No, literally the whole thing was them going, on. hey, if you haven't tried this yet, then you should get on, you know, Blue Apron's a big one on different podcasts or whatever. Mm. Like, they threw that in there. They threw. It was like, really? Was it the length of a normal podcast? No. Okay, well, at least there's that. It was like five for. minutes long, though, still. Yeah. Oh, that was so frustrating. I thought it was like some kind of news update or whatever that we wanted to listen to. Forgot about Christian Rebellions. Uh, I want to keep doing that as a goal, Mm -hmm. but as well as to start trying to get some of these interviews that we talked about doing uh, going Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Get just Christians. I don't know. Just interviews of different Christians in different businesses. Exactly. Um, Get some other voices on here. Exactly. Not Not just the two of us. And so uh, I think I'll just end with uh, the normal way that we do. If you want to donate, uh, planxmedia.com. There's the donate tab or forms there. Um, if you go to christianrebellion.net is now up. If you uh, saw at Christ underscore rebel is our Twitter. And uh, recently we tweeted about christianrebellion.net being up and running now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can contact us through any of those different means. And you, obviously, you can uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this, you've already found it on Stitcher, Google Play. We've got up and running now, or uh, iTunes. We're everywhere. Yeah, we we try to be. Yeah. <laughs> Scary or not. All right. Um, well, uh, I'm Ash Green. And I'm Jackson Farrell. We Thanks. are the Christian Rebellion. I wish we had an epic song to end <laughs> with. I feel like we all should have. Oh. I was like, all right, I'll throw my fist in the air. Oh, yeah. wait, nope, they can't see that. So instead of, yeah, yeah, fist in the air, oh, it was like silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we are the Christian Rebellion. Cricket. Yeah. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> Do some growly metal vocals. <laughs> Christian Rebellion. Oh. All right, okay. well, thanks for butting up with us for another hour and 15 minutes.